moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. My name is Asa Nilsson, and I am your host. So welcome back to Sweden. Welcome back to my home. It is blowing like, I don't know what's going on outside. The snow is melting. It is a little bit over zero. So the temperatures have definitely changed. And I had to put my headset on because it was so windy outside. I didn't want it to be a distraction for you in case that sound would pick up too much. So it's a little cozy. I'm sitting here on my sofa and I've got my candle burning and I just drank a cup of my dog water tea and mm, cozy. I'm cozy and it feels good to be back. It feels good to be home in my country. And interestingly enough, people ask me all the time, Asa, do you think you're ever going to move back to America? I can't uh, see that. No, nope, can't see that. Um, I always love being with my family. I love being with my friends. I love seeing people that I haven't seen in forever. I love having the ability to go back uh, as a U.S. citizen. I'm always permitted to go back um, as far as things stand right now. So, uh, yes, I definitely take into consideration when I am there. What do I love about America? What do I love about the U.S.? There's many things. There's many things that I love, um, mostly my family and my friends. But um, I have family and friends here in Sweden, too. So thankfully, with airplanes, we can travel. And also with the beauty of technology, I can sit here in Sweden and speak to my mother on Messenger every day and see her and see my sister and talk to her and talk to my brother and see my nieces and nephews if if uh, it comes up that we need to chat. Um, sure are lucky. Sure are lucky about that. And now being back in Sweden after going through the funeral and the eulogies and listening to everything again and feeling everything again and taking my paperwork up today because I save things like that. I save the programs and you no, know, it's nice to look back on these things and to remember what, what the music was. And, um, you know, it just means something to me. It means something to me. And it makes me 
think about love. What is love? I've had an interesting relationship with love my entire life, and and I've always kind of, as far as uh, a partnership, like men, boyfriends, whatever, I've always been very tough. I've always been a tough girl to um, to stay around. Like, I would have no problem getting a boyfriend, no problem. And then quickly, I would try to figure out how I'm going to uh, exit the relationship. And that was, I think there's some karmic lessons there for me. And why would I create something like that where, I mean, every single person that I have had a relationship with has been wonderful. They've been kind, gentle, loving, wonderful, funny people. And they didn't deserve to be kind of like put in the front door and then I'm already looking at the back door like how am I going to get him out um you know that that's something inside of me that is uh that is broken I mean for better terms and I've been thinking about it lately as I'm as I watched watched experienced so much love at my brother-in-law's funeral and to see my nieces his daughters lay their father to rest to watch my sister come home to the house that they have had together for years and know that he's not coming back. He won't physically be walking through that door ever again, and he will not be there when we come to visit. He was not there when we were having our celebrations and we were talking about him. He was there. You know, for me, in my sake, I'm always thinking that spirits are with us or always with us, and I felt him. I felt him very much so. But as far as other people that maybe need something more tangible, um, like a like a person next to them, a physical body, um, you know, it always feels like I was kind of disconnected. I was disconnected probably more so from myself than the people that I was with in relationship. I had no problem being with my friends. I was a wonderful friend to my girlfriends and um, to people that I didn't really have to be anything for. And I mean, not one of my relationships have I had to be anything for anybody else. But in my mind, I thought that I had to be a really good girlfriend. I mean, what does that really look like? I mean, what does a really good girlfriend look like? And you know what? I'm never going to make I'm never going to make the mark anyway. So why bother? Right. Like they Like they don't even know me. They're not going to probably really like me once they get to know me, the real me. And I'm like, what is that? What is that? Why have I done that for 56 years? Why have I chosen to stay safe? Why do I choose to see what isn't working versus what is super duper about a person? And I mean, I'm being hard on myself right now, but I'm being very, very clear in the fact that I have been difficult. I have been the difficult one in the relationships. And uh, how does that transpire in my life today? Where does that show up in my life today? I can assure you it does. And I want that to stop. I want to show up for myself. I want to show up for my husband. 
I want to show up for my mother, my siblings, my nieces, my nephews, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. Yeah, I want to show up for you. I want to show up for you with my heart wide open. Now, what does that what does that include, right? What does that what can that what can that mean and what could that look like? Um I just my friend Joanne Higa, she sent me this information about this. You know Liz Gilbert, the the woman who wrote Eat Love Pray and Big Magic. She's a wonderful human being to listen to. She's so eloquent and she shares so openly her feelings and and she has this um new I don't know if it's like a website or newsletter or whatever it's called, um, a letter to love. And she challenges you to write a letter to love every day and to say, hi, love, what do you have to teach me or to show me today? Something like that. What do you want me to know today, love? What do you need me to know today? And I've I've watched a couple of her little videos and I think, wow, she's terrific. And she has these wonderful guests that share their hearts and and their stories. And what what is my story? What is my story? What does love have to tell me today? Well, I know what it has to tell me because I wrote it down. I wrote it down. And that's what she encourages you to do is to to write the question down and then to allow myself to listen into the answer. And myself, I have this um, this responsibility within me that for some reason I think that I'm supposed to know everything. I'm supposed to have all the answers and I have to show up a certain way because I'm expected to be a certain person. And with that comes a lot of responsibility, right? That comes a lot of uh, pressure. It comes with uh, a set of arrogance, really. I mean, it's an arrogance of like, who who is expecting anything from me? Like, who has ever told you that you need to have all these answers? No one. No one has ever told us to me. So there is something karmic with this messaging that I have been doing it over and over and over. And I talked to you about this last week in my episode about behaviors and patterns. What kinds of behaviors do you continually do? What kind of patterns do you continually have in your life that keep keep coming back, that keep recreating themselves? And I'm going to share mine with you right now. And that is this pattern of I'm not enough. So, you know, this is my way of overcompensating, right, for the fact that do I feel that I have what it takes? really, to do or to be the greatness at which I want to be at. Talk about improper English. Doesn't matter. You get the point. The point is, for seven years now since I left the school that I was working for and decided to start my own business, I really have, I mean, from an outsider's perspective, I haven't been a success by any means. Like, hardly earned any money. I did help some beautiful clients. I have helped mostly people for free. And that is a self-worth problem. So, you know, the thing that you uh, 
the what the what I worry about is well, what if somebody knows that I don't make any money in my business? That they well, I mean, it's everything is public knowledge here. You can find out anything in the public's registers here, so everybody can see that I don't make any money. But why have I continued to stay working, learning, trying? Like learning new skills, learning new ways of doing things, finding out ways that feel good inside of me and trying to understand from an outsider's perspective what it is that I need to do to serve in the world. And the interesting thing that I came up with today was I'm coming at this all wrong. I'm coming at this from the perspective of the outside versus the inside, which is what can I easily do if I took the pressure valve of performance, responsibility to know everything, responsibility to have all the answers and all the ways for people to actually be able to live their lives. What if I changed that to embracing a beginner's mind. If I embrace the beginner's mind, the mind of the beginner, right? Staying curious, staying open, asking questions. Talked about this last week. You know, I'm building, I'm piggybacking on myself. Yeah. Because my story does not stop because I left the chair of my brother-in-law last week. My chair is here now. I've moved my chair to my chair. This is my chair. This is where I live my life. This is where I have my heart. My heart is here with my husband and my cat and my family and my friends here in Sweden. And what can that look like if I permit myself to have a beginner's mind? Like I told you, this the Swedish death cleaning that I know I'm good at, the working through decluttering your body, mind, soul, and home, I know I'm good at it. I know I'm good at that because I do it myself. I watch what I do and how I speak to other people. I pay attention to myself, and then I pay attention to them and how they act and react to what it is that I say and what I do and how I live my own life, yeah? You know, because everything builds on each other. Everything builds on the next thing. It's like a staircase. I'm building a staircase, right? Step by step. Seven years since I started my own business that I left corporate world and started my own business. Seven years. Remember I told you? Seven seven, seven year. Things happen in seven year increments. Seven years. This is my new, my new beginning. This is my new beginning. I don't have to know all the answers. I never have. I never will. To let that go and to know that everything I need will be presented to me. Because I'm a smart girl. I am a smart girl. I'm an intuitive girl. I call myself girl. <laughs> Can't all be a self girl. Uh-huh. 
56, maybe I'll call myself a woman. I am learning every day still about myself. And I will never, ever, ever want to stop learning about myself. How can I be better, God? What can I do better? How can I be softer? How can I be more gentle with myself? Because when I'm gentle with myself, I'm gentle with you. I don't want to be hard. I don't want to be harsh. I don't want to be reactive. I don't want to be a know-it-all. I don't want to be the person that's a guru. I'm not a guru. I'm not. I'm simply a woman who has got a heart that is wanting to share my love with everyone and not from a place of fear, not in a place of a vacuum of like, oh my God, there is no love here, right? No, we all have love. We all have grief. We all need help. We all need a helping hand. We all need one another. And I said this the other day to a friend of mine who was telling me that he has been so sick these past years and he's had heart surgeries and he's had all these problems, terrible problems. I didn't even know about them. He had never said anything. And and I believe that when we all work from a place of truly from where our gifts are, not from where we want our gifts to be, but from where our gifts are right now, when we work from that place, and if you work from that place, and I work from that place, and you work from that place, then the world truly is a better place. And the way that the the world is going, 2024, remember the eight year, the year of the infinity, the eight number, the executive, this is an executive year, becoming the CEO of our lives. If we are taking accountability and ownership over ourselves, biggest, ourself, myself, who am I? Who am I in this world? If I think that I have to do everything and know everything about everything, I will do nothing. I will go nowhere. Yeah. When I know and feel and believe consistently that, listen, I am showing up and being the best person that I can be, and I am positive that God, spirit, source, universe, guides, angels, all of them are going to be providing me with exactly what it is that I need when I need it. Wow, that's magic. That's magical. And those that don't believe in magic will never see it. You can't see magical things if you don't believe in magical things. You can't do extraordinary things if you think you have to be extraordinary. So the the pressure vow of myself and understanding that I didn't love who I was. I didn't really love how I was treating other people. It took me decades to understand that these love partners didn't deserve this. They didn't deserve this. This was part of my karmic cycle that I needed to stop it, but it had to stop with me. It wasn't about them. It's about me. I need to love who I am and know that I am so much more than enough. How can you, where do you need to hear this message right now? Where in your life do you have any part of you that you feel 
is just lacking something. God, if only I could do this, then I would be. If I look younger, if I don't have gray hair, if my bags under my eyes go away, then all of a sudden people will think I'm beautiful again. <laughs> ah, oh my God. Talk about what doesn't matter, right? Some more of you're not mattering. Who cares? It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. What you don't mind don't matter. Yeah? What you don't put your mind to does not matter. If you do not focus on that as being something missing or something outside of you that, God, that's got to be fixed and then I'll be whole on the inside. God, that's the bullshit of the bullshit stories, right? God knows. God knows. I feel different. I feel like something is changing inside of me. I feel more free. I feel more open, like some, like I'm a nut, like a shell of a, like a nut. And all of a sudden the nut just went crack. And yeah, like in pours the light. In pours the light into my shell. And my shell is opening like this beautiful flower, like a lotus, just opening up. Because why? I'm allowing it. I'm allowing myself to accept love. I'm allowing myself to be love. I'm allowing myself to cry for love, to feel grief, process, hurt, shame, vulnerability, to be present in my life right now because I will never, ever get this day again. Never. I'll never have January 21st. I think today is. I'll never have January 21st, 2024 again. I'm sorry, January 22nd. I'll never have it again. So if I get to wake up today, get to wake up today with my husband by my side, Thanks be to God. My cat standing on top of me, clawing my face because he wants to go downstairs and eat something. I am so incredibly lucky because I watched my sister. I watched my sister go to bed and not have her husband in that bed with her. Now, that doesn't mean that she's not going to be ever lucky again. That means she's beautifully lucky because she got to love Jay. She got to experience love for this many years of her life with the man that she loved. I'm not taking these times for granted. I'm not doing that anymore. Don't just be expected that, you know what? Yeah, I got tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. Why do today what I can put off till tomorrow? Huh? Like, what? No, 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 no. Don't. Take care of yourself now. Take care of the people that you love today. And this is what I want to work from this beginner's mind with my Swedish death cleaning, decluttering, helping people all over the world, doing this podcast, sharing my heart with you. I mean, yeah, I I want to continue on this path and grow and learn more and have more experiences 
and be meeting more people and loving more people and allowing myself to be loved even more, even more, even more. There's no limit to love. There's no limit to love. Yeah. So Liz Gilbert, Elizabeth Gilbert, Letters to Love, I believe is what it's called. And one of my best friends, Tim, he uh, he also passed on a podcast with uh, Anderson Cooper. I don't know if you know who he is, but he has a podcast and it's called All There Is. And if you are grieving right now, if you have experienced something tragic, if you are going through something really hard right now and you are grieving, and honestly, I believe that every single one of us is grieving something in our lives at all times, and we don't even know it. So what can we do? We can support one another, and we can share resources, and we can talk to each other. And I want to share that with you. All there is, Anderson Cooper, his podcast, where he talks with people who have experienced tragic things, and how are they doing it? How are they getting through it? It's it's very beautiful, super vulnerable, very poignant, and heartbreaking and heart opening. Yeah. So yeah, I want to share that with you. So consider, please, please, how can you love yourself the most? Loving ourselves first and most, and then loving others. You see, this is this is a constant. This is work. This is the work. This is the work. It's not about earning money, having a business. It's not about how am I going to get money on my podcast because it costs so much money to run the podcast every month. God will God will reveal. God will reveal. He always does. Always does. What is important? What is important? What is the most important thing that we are here to learn? What is the purpose of our life? My purpose, I'll speak on my on my own behalf, but I am positive. One of my absolute biggest soul journeys is to understand that I am love. I am loved. I deserve love. I give love. I am love. I deserve love. We all deserve love. Tell me how that makes your heart feel. And when you start from that position of, I love myself most, I love myself first, that's not to be, that's not to be, I don't care about everybody else, I don't care, me, 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 no, no, no. We have to love ourselves first and love ourselves most. How many years has this taken me to understand? I don't want you to take as many years to understand, yeah. Check in with yourself, check in with yourself. Is there anything missing? Is there any place that you feel that you are lacking? And then come back to, what would love have to say to me today about that? Write it down, journal on it, and you'll be amazed to see what answers you write for yourself, courtesy of Liz Gilbert. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for being here with me. Look at my beautiful Swedish sky with my orchids behind me. We are the lucky ones. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, 
This would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.